2: You can listen to your favorite MyTalk shows if you don't know. All of them are available as a podcast. Plus, we have original podcasts as well, like Best to the Nest with Elizabeth Reese and Two Fairy Godfathers with Jason Matheson. Listen to what you want, when you want. MyTalk 1071 shows, each and every one of them, available as a podcast online, or you can download our app today
1: welcome back to the Donna and Steve show where we are really sad to hear about the passing of Regis Philbin at the age of 88 you know he was one of those uh, one you could just refer to him as Regis
2: oh my gosh! you know yes. he's a
1: one named you know yeah I name Regis exactly Um, really really sad news he died of natural causes um, he you let's listen to a little bit of Regis we have a little bit of a montage of uh, of of him in his ears on television Regis Philbin and coming up next on the premier edition of live with Regis and Kathy Lee. here are
2: Regis Philbin and Kelly Ripper one two three I'm out of control <laughs> and then the third daughter broke her leg I mean it never ends in your place what <laughs> no just what oh. all the hell is that daughter Grace just God, got her me. big break <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Welcome to America's Got Talent. Which of these U.S.
1: presidents appeared on the television series *Laugh In*? Richard Nixon. That's my final answer.
0: He's won a million dollars. I have no regrets. I received an opportunity to do something that I always wanted to do. Thank you very much for these great years together. God bless
2: you all, and I hope I see you again real soon. Thanks, everybody. Oh no. Oh. He was just—I mean. He, there was a comfort, right? When you yes. hear his voice, there was a comfort. So another thing I watched last night was um, when he appeared on Letterman after nine eleven. So he and Letterman had an interesting relationship mm-hmm. uh, because when Letterman was out for heart surgery back in 2000, Regis came in and sort of did a stripped down version of the show. They, I, if I recall right, they didn't have an audience. He didn't sit at the desk because he didn't like want to sit where... Dave said it was, but it was this cool. Like I'm going to take care of you while you're out. Regis went on to have heart surgery. I think it was in 2007. Letterman was his first guest on. They just had this uh, this kinship. But w- what was interesting was after 9 11, uh, Regis was the um, was a guest that he had on, and it was you just got this sense of like the world turned to Regis Philbin in the morning. And David Letterman at night mm-hmm. to see what was going on in New York. It was like, if you want to know, then you got to check in with Regis in the morning. You check in with Dave at night. And I don't know, Donna, you grew up closer to New York City. Mm-hmm. So it. I don't know if it felt um, as distant, but like as a kid growing up, New York and Hollywood may as well have been the same thing to me. I was three thousand miles from one and probably to me
1: I felt like it was in my backyard. It's home. Yeah. Yes. Like I felt like I know like I could look out the window and see the skyline and go, Oh, they're just right over there.
2: Whereas I felt like how do you even get there? How do people get to these places where they shoot all the movies? It
1: was like the Emerald City to me.
2: Yes. Yes. It still is. Yeah.
1: Such a magic to New York Right.
2: And so when you would, the the reason I bring that up is because it, you would just romanticize it so much. And so when you got to hear from someone who felt so normal, like they, it, meaning they could just connect with you. Mm-hmm. And it felt like they were reaching out, Regis would reach out every day to whoever in Iowa, in Pittsburgh, in Kansas. And say, like, come with me, I'm gonna tell you a story. I'm gonna take you to New York City in this story. I'll tell you what happened here last yeah. night.
1: He just felt like your uncle.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, like it's Uncle Reach. Yeah. Uncle Reg has a funny he story did. again. Yeah. yeah. Over Aww. Thanksgiving dinner. Yeah, he was great. David Letterman, um we have a clip of him. He kind of give gives Regis a backhanded compliment. The two of them have the same <laughs> style in in that they're Playfully sarcastic. Yes. Right? So they, I feel like they got each other really well. So mm-hmm. whenever David Letterman would give Regis crap, Regis was knew how to receive it. Yes. So he gives him kind of a backhanded compliment in this clip while explaining why he likes to goof on him.
2: The bigger they are, as in your case, the, the easier it is to make fun of because I couldn't, I couldn't put a wrinkle in your suit. I couldn't, Regis Philbin, myself... Uh, uh, Jay Leno, uh, Pat Sajak—does he have a show? No. <laughs> All of this put together <laughs> could not carry your toupee. Oh. <laughs>
1: oh. <laughs> oh, they're just so cute. It's so sad.
2: You know, the, here's the bummer: is that um, you're starting to see like mm-hmm. the the old guard, mm-hmm. right? Um, they were they were talking about. Regis and uh, Letterman both loved Don Rickles, and uh, they were talking about Don Rickles and how he was the last of that era. But we're we're getting close to the end here with losing Regis Philbin was such a such a blow, and I think that's why so many people feel differently with this because it it just felt like you knew him. There was this such a comfort there. He's about to go. Same can be said in a very different format with Alex Trebek and Jeopardy. He is just woven into people's evenings. Yes. And fortunately, he is still here. Um, and, you know, if you want to feel a little bit closer to Alex Trebek, he says, obviously, he can't open up much during Jeopardy. It's a very tight show. And all right. he wants is 30 seconds at the end of his final show, whenever that might be. But you can read his book. But he's going to be... uh gone soon you would i I hate to be dark but i mean he's got a really tough outlook Mm -hmm. Uh, bob barker is 96 years old Mm -hmm. so you're just seeing like uh, i don't know you know me i'm always i always feel nostalgic about something right sentimental about something but it feels like these these voices these staples in television and broadcasting who just you felt like you knew these people right um, you're seeing a changing of the garden. Well, were That's sad. such a sad.
1: part of the fabric of your formative years. It's mm-hmm. true. Yeah. It's yeah. just so sad. This is really sweet. I I, I think we should listen to quite a, a bit of this because he and Kathy Lee Gifford, of course, were on the air together for a very long time, and she uh, had the nicest things to say. She was on with Hoda, and um, they had lunch recently. So she lives most of the time in Tennessee. She came up to New York, and every time she comes back she says that you know she wants to get together with regis and joy so this was about two weeks ago she said that when he got out of the car she sensed much more fragility than she'd seen in him the last time that they'd Mm -hmm. seen one another out in los angeles in Mm -hmm. the beginning of the year and uh so she made a call to them and asked if they could get together and have some lunch and um Here's a little bit. I, we'll pick up where she's just talking about meeting with them. And we can listen to the, this whole thing from that starting point.
0: We just uh, had the best time. And after they left, I just thought to myself, Lord, is that the last time I'm going to see my friend? Because oh, I... he was failing. I could tell. Yeah. But um, I then called, of course. I, I don't know. Something told me the other day when I was in Tennessee, <laughs> get on a plane and go home get on a plane. And I didn't know why, but I've learned to listen to that voice. I got on the plane, came home, and immediately heard the news about Regis. Called Joy immediately Mm -hmm. and talked with her. And yesterday, um, drove over to her house with a big that of, you know, fruity Damari, mm-hmm. and uh, one of uh, every gift wine I had to uh, to give to her and the girls. And they they were in their living room um, going through pictures, and there were thousands of pictures. And we just reminisced for a little while. I didn't want to intrude on on their private family mm-hmm. time because I remember what that was like. It's been five years almost since Frank passed, and you love your friends reaching out, but you also desperately need that private time as a family. So anyway, I was just grateful to have the time with them and and uh, comfort them a little bit let them know that I believed with all my heart that um, uh, I know where Regis is and I know who he's with Mm -hmm. because I had many many conversations with him over the years about about faith and about uh, where we go when this this life is over (laughs) and uh, he was very curious as always listened uh, all we always respected each other's opinions so highly Uh, you know in all the years that we were together we never had one crossword, not one. How about that? Oh, no! You and no. I don't think that did either. But no. We only were eleven. No, we were only eleven. <laughs> I know, but <laughs> I gotta say, Kat, yeah, but really, our friendship lives on the same way. Well, it does. So oh, then they go on talking about the,
1: you know, their relationship. But I mean, just so sweet to know someone that long and to say you've never had one crossword.
2: Yeah, that's, that's something. Well, and, um I, I was hearing from Lori Schulweiss as a um, producer, longtime producer on live. And if you watch live a lot, you know her sholey. And she, she was put this post out on Instagram and she was talking about um, just the relationship that, that she formed. So in the, in what you're talking about, Donna, never having a crossword, mm-hmm. she said every morning when she would go in and have um, her, her morning meeting, with Regis. First of all, he always had Dean Martin on in the background, which I just love. It just makes it all the more like romantic, the vision of life in New York. seems so interesting. So he's listening to Dean Martin, and uh, she said, but I always better have a story to tell him because he had such a genuine interest in her life. So meaning it wasn't like... Regis was, as Dave said, you couldn't put a wrinkle in his suit. I mean, he was on top of the world. He holds the Guinness World Record for having the most hours spent (laughs) in front of a television camera. He was... You know, top of the heap. Um, but he wanted to know about other people. And what a beautiful legacy that is, that no matter how high you get, mm. we we remember him telling uh, these stories on TV, but the people around him remember him asking about their lives, right. Tell me a story about you. And I saw him on Larry King, the, uh, an interview we did on Larry King, not Larry King Live, but the new Larry King that Larry's been doing the past several years.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And um, even in that conversation, he was Larry would ask a question, then Regis would ask him one back. You know, do you think I made the right decision when I stepped away from Millionaire? As, as the topic of who wants to be a millionaire interesting. came up, just like a, which really is a telltale sign that someone you know has humility in them. You know, they're proud of their achievements, but they walk humbly mm-hmm. and are mm-hmm. open to other people's critiques and ideas. And how did you see the thing that I just lived out? Did it look the same from your perspective? You know, sure so I, I all all of the all of the the tributes online just seem to be it makes you think Regis was, and shouldn't this be the case always, but it's really cool when you hear that it is um um a, a better guy off camera than he was on right. camera, and he was as good as it gets on camera
1: and I want to know what this fruity demati is that oh, Kathy I Lee mentioned because she mentioned it twice in in the clip, not the one that we just heard, but uh in a longer version of that interview. She said that when she met with them, she made sure that when they came over for lunch, she had their favorite Fruity Damati. And then oh. she mentioned the second time they got together in the Fruity Damati. And I'm like, what is this Fruity Damati? I can't find it online. I might be spelling it wrong. But now I want to try it.